Hello, caller. Hello. How are you? <clears throat> wow, you sound you sound like a, a rough baritone right now. Ooh, do I know? It sounds Hello. like you're on speakerphone. Well, I'm using the uh, the built-in mic because I haven't had time to uh, move my setup over. Unbelievable. Yeah, so it's very possible that this recording of the Nerd Legion podcast with Nick Wetmore sounds like utter garbage. <laughs> At least 50% of this podcast sounds like utter garbage. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Just 50%. Someone is calling the Nerdy Legion podcast on a uh, tin can and a string. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, actually, I think with this thing... Let me see it here. Can I do that? Does this sound any different? Oh my god! Now you're really on a tin can. Get out yeah, of here! Yeah, yeah. I figured that one was worse. Let's let's stick to this one. Yes, that sounds much better. If yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. Shows. the The recording is picking up this mic anyway. Okay, but yes. the other one sounded what? terrible. The other one sounded like you were the walkie-talkie man. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah. No, I figured that. I've got my uh, my Bluetooth earbuds on, and uh, you know the mics on those things are never good. Mm, mm. Mm. Sounds like you need AirPods. No, I don't want AirPods. The battery's like two hours in that thing. You're uh, agreed. Yes. Yeah. Why would I use that? They fast charge, which is nice, but yeah, the battery life on them are, is terrible. Yeah, but then I got to take them out of my ears. What's the point? I agree. And some yeah. people will justify. Trust me, I am not a fan of the AirPods. That's the one thing. The one device that Apple put out that's just garbage. Um, mm. And a lot of people try to justify it like, well, you can take out one of the ear pods and charge that one up and then put that in and then charge the other. And it's like, why would I do that? It's right. stereo, son. Yep. And Let's ours see. are terrible because since both of us have AirPods, yeah. she can just, when I hit play on my podcast, she'll just her Bluetooth will accidentally pick up my phone and she'll start listening to my podcast. Oh, yeah. So we do that all the time, back and forth, and it's like, forget this device, and then it will forget it on her phone as well. Like, it will totally forget that device. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's, it's garbage. Yeah, I didn't realize it would do that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, uh, I had thought about getting some a while back, but uh, the the two hours is no good. You know what no. I mean? Yeah, and it's and it barely will let you know. Oh, it, really? It, you'll get a little bit of a sound, and then all of a sudden, like fifteen minutes later, it'll just be like doo and it's gone. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's no good. No, that's no good. So uh, people just have to get over the uh, the microphone this week. I'm using the the built-in mic on my laptop. Get over it. Uh, I'm thinking, I don't know if I'm going to buy a new microphone or if I'm just going to plug my headset in and use that. You do, you do love a gadget. I do love a gadget. Right. So I can see you at least researching. Maybe you won't buy, but you'll at least research, see what's out there. Dip your toe in a little bit, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I already, I've been researching. Oh. Uh, I just need to figure out like how much I really care to spend on a microphone. You know what I mean? Oh sure, yeah. Yeah, those, those, yeah. Those price parameters are really crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I thought about getting one of those uh, the Shure SM7s, but like, do I want to spend four hundred dollars on a microphone? You know what I mean? Ay, ay, ay. 
like even if, they sound even if Santa Claus was going to deliver that to you, so it feels sort of like you didn't pay for it. Yeah, is that really what you want to spend four hundred bucks on? I mean, you could have a moon night for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably true. Um, and to be so honest, don't want to do that. You don't Not sound really. that. You don't sound that bad, to be honest with you. I mean, I, look, um, I don't know what it sounds like to you. Uh, I did a test recording. It wasn't terrible. Like, it's fine. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Who cares? Yeah, it's fine. I um, mean, if this was a, a Patreon broadcast for high-level Patreon donors, then that'd be one thing. We got to deliver some quality. But, you know, you yeah. get what you pay for. I, uh, I wonder if you can hear this. Probably not. You didn't hear are that, you, did you? Are you doing something right now? That I'm yeah, yeah to do- I didn't think you would. The listeners heard it. It was a gong. Oh no, I didn't hear it. Darn it! Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, I gotta figure out how to how to work the soundboard into it so you can actually hear it. Maybe <laughs> I'll talk to uh, old DJ Master yeah. of Tech. He is the master at tech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think he just plugged his like iPhone into his computer or something. <laughs> sure, there's some workaround for sure. I'm drinking some delicious uh, some bubbly water. What is this? Lemon sparkling water. What's the brand? Trader Joe's. Oh, a little Trader Joe's. Okay, a little TJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. I like it. Uh, what have you been up to, man? We haven't talked in uh, like a month. I know. What the heck? I mean, there's been so much going on. I don't even know. Like, if I talked about everything that's been going on, this would be like, uh, you know, a Geek Brunch-like episode. Hey, where do you have to go? I mean, to sleep. What? Come yeah, on. You don't do that? Come on. Listen, I'm about to be 40. I got to sleep. You know what I mean? Well, depends. I mean, just grab a couple rails. Let's go skiing. Come on, buddy. <laughs> is this a cocaine joke? Is that what this is? Yes, that's a cocaine joke. Yeah, it felt like a cocaine joke. That's what I thought. That's what um, a stripper said to me at uh, one of, well, uh, I'm not going to name him, so let's not name him. But uh, you do know him. You've met him at uh, C2E2. I mean, you just blew up his spot. Now now all our listeners know who you're talking about. No, no. You've met many of my buddies at C2E2. So. Mm. But that's what, uh, at a bachelor party, that's what the stripper said to me. Oh, and, nice. I, and I actually thought she was talking about skiing. That's how naive I am. You're, so, you're such a young, naive lad. Period. Mm. I, uh, I got slapped by a stripper at a bachelor party once. Oh. Um, Cause uh, I was drunk and I told her I didn't carry cash, so I tried to swipe my credit card in her ass, and she didn't like that. <laughs> I thought you were bringing low grade cocaine to the party, and she didn't like no. that either. <laughs> <laughs> no, no cocaine here, my friend. She's like, uh, if you're listening so with your kids, not- you're probably in the wrong show. Just FYI. <laughs> yes, um, yes. So tell me something. Been, so what has been going on with you? Well, I mean, as you know, I have uh, thrown all my values by the wayside and bought a MacBook Pro. Uh, it's fantastic. I love it. You bought uh, more than that. You've become you've become an Apple. What the hell are they called? Apple heads? I don't know. Apple heads? Sure. That sounds like a cocaine jug too. I don't know. Ah, yeah. um, what what are they called? I mean, I bought a watch. Does that count? Sure, it does. Did you buy an Apple yeah. TV? Uh, not yet. I'm thinking about it though. Of course you are. Here's, so here's the thing. Here, all right. Let, let, let's start here. Okay. People may not care about tech talk. You know what? 
Uh, it's it's our show, so bye. Um, Dignation. Yeah, Tech welcome talk. to Dignation. Yes. Uh, who's welcome who's to Alex? Kevin. Are you Alex or Kevin? Oh God! Oh, let's go down this road a little bit. Right, no, I would be Alex. You would be Kevin for sure. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah, for sure. Plus, you you're have a lot, the, you're the, a lot more chill than I am. Well, and you you have the bouffant like like Alex. Yes. Yeah, I can only <laughs> only on a good day. Only on a good day. <laughs> Um, yes, welcome to Nerd Nation with, uh, with Nick and, and Martin. So, uh, yeah, so, well, shit, has it been that long since we talked? No, surely we talked after I got my watch. We did, uh, but I don't think we brought it up on oh, okay. the pod. Yeah, so I got a watch. Uh, oh, yeah, you know what we did? Because we were talking about notifications. Uh, the watch is great. Yeah, the watch is great. I love the fitness features. That's why I got it. I don't care about anything else. As well um, as it reduces your screen time because you can just use the watch. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Julie, the cruise director, and I are now uh, fitness friends. Yes. So I can check in on <laughs> her circles. She can check in as, on mine, and I make her feel bad. It's great. As well as walkie-talkie friends. Oh, yeah, we haven't tried that yet. I know. I yeah, know. we need to try this walkie-talkie thing. Um, so that happened. And then, uh, so the other day I was just like, I was chilling and like, there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with my computer. Okay. Let me just say that there's nothing wrong with it whatsoever. Sure. Uh, I built it myself. It's a beautiful piece of machine. It mm-hmm. runs blazingly fast, but it's six years old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't have a six year old computer. You know what I mean? Did you pass it down to your daughter? No, I'm trying but to figure out what to do with it. It's problem. actually, it's, uh, it's laying on the floor next to me, um, because I'm also redoing my home office. So right now my office is in complete disarray. Uh-oh. Yeah, like I'm expanding my desk by six feet. Uh, I mounted my monitor up on the on the wall. I'm, I'm shifting the direction of my office. So instead of it being uh, where I walk in and to the right and then my desk is there, it's like an L-shaped desk that takes up half, half of my office. Um, and I'm, I'm moving stuff around. I'm making moves. I got a new chair. See? No, no, more, no more creaking? No more... Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Uh, so, so I'm working on all this. But uh, and so I said, mm, I need to change my workflow because mm. of all these moves I'm making in my office. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, and so I was looking, I was looking, I was looking. And uh, here, the one thing, here's the one thing that got me. And I'm hoping this works after I, quote, unquote, edit this podcast. Okay. Cool. Uh, emphasis on, quote, unquote. Okay. You know how that goes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. But I, I was watching reviews of different computers, and the one thing that got me is all these YouTubers like editing their like 4K hour long videos in like you know two or three minutes because mm. it just like processes shit so fast. Mm-hmm. And the one thing on my on my computer because it is six years old. I mean, I I could have just like upgraded parts of it, I guess. Sure. Uh, but why do that? Mm-hmm. Um, especially now with all the the chip shortages. So I said, well, if it can do, like, 4K video in, like, minutes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I can literally record my podcast in, like, seconds. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, edit it and export it. So we're going to find out after this. There was one caveat, and I know that oh. you chimed in on this. Um, lucky for me, I'm a big nerd, so I was able to figure this out. But the this audio situation on the Mac is not very good. Mm-hmm. It's not very good mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you don't have access to like uh, the system audio, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was gonna be like, oh, cool. Like I'll just get OBS and record that way, like I always do. Except OBS only picks up my microphone; it doesn't record my speakers. 
And so after lots of searching, I found this amazing app that I'm using to record. It's called Audio Hijack, and it does some magic. And like I can put like built-in sound effects and stuff directly into all the audio sources. I'm hoping it works great. It might be complete garbage. We shall see. I hope not because I paid 60 bucks for it. But, uh, (laughs) I mean, it looks cool. All right. Uh, uh, My test that worked good. But, uh, yeah, very interesting. I never thought that uh, that would be the case on a Mac. Because, you know, like the Mac is like the the user-friendly thing. It's like the computer for grandma. You know what I mean? Right. And they always advertise, uh, like, make your own iMovies. Do this. Do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Streamlined but, uh, but for doing this uh this remote podcasting like we do the uh the recording situation is not very good gotcha. um so very interesting i mean like i figured they would have fixed that by now right so for yeah. all the like the super nerds might might know this but normal people might not know that the mac os is based on bsd right um like i'm sure mike knows what that is because doesn't he like code in fortran like Nobody uses Fortran anymore. It's like a, it's been dead for 40 years. Um, but uh, so some people might know what BSD is. So Mac is based on BSD. And it's like right now it's even like a more outdated version of Linux. So I figured like there had to be some deal going on. But uh, this is great. I love it. I love this program. I can see these meters going. There's like this flow when we talk. It's like little waves going. It's awesome. Cool. Uh, nice. so, so I love it. Uh, I do need to get a little a little dock, a little dock. You know what I mean? Mm, mm, There's only a couple mm. of ports on this on this Joker. Um, yeah. And I don't know. If, I don't know if I'm down with just going like wireless mouse and keyboard. Uh, I've been there. Like changing batteries on a keyboard is stupid. So. Yeah, it's it's a little. Their mouse is a little frustrating, to be honest with you. Oh, um, the Magic Mouse. Yeah, because to charge it. Yes, yeah, on the you bottom. Have to, Yes, it's on the so you can't use it while you're charging it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's which pretty. Instantly, it is pretty. Which instantly made me like, I gotta, I, I need a battery in my mouse if I'm gonna go wireless because I can't charge it and not yeah. use it. This is insane. Yeah, yeah no, I got you. Uh, so yeah, so I got this uh, this MacBook Pro though. It's fantastic. I love it. Uh, I mean, I feel weird because you know on my PC I have this like 37 inch screen that I'm on. Yeah, and now I'm on this like 13 inch screen, but uh, but once I get my desk finished and I can just plug my monitor in, uh, I'll be back to normal. There you go. I'll be back to normal. It'll be great. Yeah, great. But I do yeah, the only thing the that stinks with them is the port situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything Two else Thunderbolt like... ports. Shame. Yeah, you get you get used to everything else, but to actually buy docks for every. <laughs> Everything that that you can plug something into to buy a dock, so you can plug multiple things into that. That's mm-hmm. that that's a cost issue that no one ever shares with you. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. if you do some research, you'll find it. But yeah, I know what you mean. No, I'm just saying um, Apple. The Apple messaging is never around that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, yeah, directly from Apple. That's true. Yeah, just that's like you gotta... just like doing like. Oh, on your phone. Wait, where's the jack I can plug my headphones in? Because I don't want to wear wireless Bluetooth bullshit. Oh, <laughs> that's not available anymore. What? Yeah. 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 Yep. I gotcha. Uh, anyway, so that's my uh, that's my computer story. Yeah, I like uh, it. Yeah, so far so good. You know the best part is? I can just open the laptop and it's unlocked 
because it unlocks with my Apple Watch. <laughs> oh, very nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that uh, as good as having Apple Pay? Oh, I love Apple Pay. I wish everywhere took Apple Pay. Yeah, I'm surprised they don't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I felt that way even when I had Android phones and I was using that Google Pay. I'm like, yeah. why doesn't everyone just take this? Yeah, and I'm not and I'm not saying everything should be Apple Pay. I'm saying everything should be Apple or Google Pay. What the hell? Yeah, just like the the, the NFC thing. Yeah, I want to be inclusive. Yeah, well, especially now because like even debit cards have the NFC. You know what I mean? They tap to pay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, why? Um, Agreed. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, that's funny you said that though. I did get an Apple credit card. I know did you I sent me a picture of it. Uh, Julie, the <laughs> director, was very jealous. Very jealous. <laughs> It's beautiful. It's metal. Yeah, you can kill someone cool. with it. You know what I thought about doing? I felt I felt like Gambit. I felt yeah. like I should just like get a bunch of these and just like start chucking them at shit uh, and see can what I happens. Just throw this credit card into uh, <laughs> into one of my walls just to see if it sticks or breaks. I don't care. So funny story. Now Rob Krieger won't know what I'm talking about because he's never seen the X Men animated series. Um, shame on him. It's got Jubilee. Why hasn't he watched it? Right. But yes, Mr. Sinister on it. Yes, absolutely. So, uh, I, when that show came out, it was like the greatest thing ever. Right. And I was like at the perfect age for mm-hmm. that TV show. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause that came out, what, like probably 92, I think. Yeah. Two or three. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's like prime comics for me. Right. Like it's after like image popped and I, I was all in on image <laughs> Right, I was like you know, ten or eleven uh, years old. Animated series come out. Uh, I think that was the same year, ninety two. Yeah, because I think that was my problem with X Men. Oh, interesting. It just wasn't move. It wasn't stylized at all. It was just it was a cartoon. Yeah, well, you know, there's supposed to be a new uh, a new Batman animated series, mm-hmm. and it's like golden age art style. It looks awesome. Yeah, it does. So it's like gothic art. Uh, anyway, so so X Men animated series, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, this is back in the day when I was a young wee lad, and mm-hmm. uh, and I like Gambit. Now I'm a grown ass man. I think Gambit sucks. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry for all you Gambit lovers. He's a terrible character. But back then he was awesome. Mm-hmm. And of course, the coolest thing about him is he could like throw cards, right? Because uh, you know it's not a stereotype. It for, wasn't uh... his French accent. Oh, oh, what I mean, Mm-hmm. Bon ami, it was great. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but, say... but no, the best thing was the throwing the cards. I remember yes. that episode because, like, Wolverine, I think, went to look for him, right, and found him in like uh, in a bar in New Orleans. Yeah. And they had a battle, but then he like helped Gambit because people were chasing him because his name is Gambit, so he's got a gambling problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was throwing cards everywhere, and so I bought a deck of cards oh, and practiced. No. And practiced oh, for for many many weeks. I practiced and did perfected. You put, did you do a residency in, in Vegas? Because I know there's some card throwers <laughs> in Vegas now. Oh, are there really? There are. That's yeah. hilarious. I bet they also watch the X Men animated series. There are. They're about your age, so yeah. That, see, that bingo. Would, yeah, that would totally make sense. Because where else would you see that? Yep, for sure. So, so I practiced and practiced for weeks and weeks, and I became a master card thrower. Really? Okay? you got to remember, this is before YouTube, right? Oh, yeah. So it's not like I can go on YouTube and learn how to throw cards. 
So you didn't I learned by practicing. So what else were you going to use? Well, exactly. I mean, you can't go in an AOL chat room and look up how to throw cards. What do those people know? They're on dial-up. Right. Right? Like, you can't even watch a video on dial-up. Yeah, you uh, can get some sweet uh, ASCII topless ladies printed out. It'll take you 40 <laughs> minutes to print them out. You could do that, though. Bingo. Bingo. So I practice. Bam. Practice, practice, practice. And finally, I was like, I'm ready. But what do I practice on? Wait, what were you practicing up till that point? Just like throw them against the wall. You or like across a room. apple in your room and throw it into the apple? That's what I would have Even better, about. Nick. I ruined the blinds in my room because that was <laughs> the perfect thing. Because I figured like the blinds, like they're sturdy enough. Right. Where like when the card hits, they'll stick. Right. And they're like kind of plasticky. So like the card will actually go through it. And I tore them bitches up. Nelson was not happy that day when he finally came into your room after two months of never entering your room. Yeah, he I don't was remember. not happy that day. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm sure whenever they came in, I would, like, open the blinds. You know what I mean? Sure, yeah. So they may not ever have known. Who knows? <laughs> I could be wrong. But I was a master card thrower. I ruined the shit out of those blinds, and I was so good, I would just chuck the damn card and get stuck right there in the blinds. It was great. Um, did I try an apple? I think maybe one time. I can't remember the outcome because that was a long time ago. Sure, sure. But uh, I'm still very good at it. You know, matter of fact, at next C2E2, uh, we should practice by throwing cards at drunk people. <laughs> what? Why would we do that? <laughs> That's dangerous. It'd be fun. Or are you talking no? about back back at your uh, bed? Um, what is it? I almost called it Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> You're yes, not sure. A we can go to Bed Bath & Beyond yeah. and throw cards at people. That sounds even more fun. Mm. And we're wearing masks. We'd be like ninjas. See, I, I like this plan. You're you're a genius. I like this plan. I approve. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I approve. I think you need to start practicing. I mean, first you have to go back to your archery and start doing that again. That's true. I do need to do that. Mm-hmm. 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 But uh, I'm surprised so, you never thrown cards. Just to let you know, I only thrown a handful of cards in my day. Mm. Uh, the thing that uh, Jana never she ordered through the mail. Of course, we needed her check to do it. But we, my brother and I begged her for some ninja stars because, of course, we were really into ninjas back in mm, the day. Mm. And we said, come on, we have to get these authentic ninja stars. And we begged her and begged her. And I guarantee you, she just thought, oh, these are going to be garbage. But this is what my <laughs> sons want. I'll get them for them. They were authentic ninja stars. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. They were sharp as hell. We brought them right out immediately before my mom could see them. Brought them right out to the uh, backyard and just chucked them into bales of hay and the side mm. of our shed where we kept our mm. lower our aluminum shed. Oh, we mm-hmm. aerated that shed whoo, for a couple weeks. <laughs> oh, the best. The best. Oh, man. All I'm saying is Gambit, some whoever's writing X-Men right now should do an upgrade on Gambit and just get him like a pile of Apple cards. Okay? Because not only are they exploding cards now, you you will he can literally like decapitate people with them. They're they're that sturdy. What would you want what would you want more? The okay, X-Men debate right now. What would you Ooh, want yes. for them to get rid of the lame uh, repetitious sayings of Colossus mm. or Gambit or 
have them get rid of um, Wolverine ever saying Knucklehead again. <laughs> does he still say Knucklehead? Oh, yeah. Surely not. Yes, he does. Oh, my God. That's terrible. I think it's I'm going right, to go with I that one. I think it's writers that are our age uh, because that four-issue Wolverine, black, white, and red, at least two oh. or three of the stories had him saying Knucklehead. And mm-hmm. I'm sure it's writers our age thinking – Oh my god, I totally remember him saying that. Even though their next sentence would be like, that was so stupid. But they had <laughs> but, but they did it. They had to do it. Do you think Canadians get like agitated when they read that, the knucklehead thing? Or are they just Which like super Canadian them? and they're just like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry you say ch- that. Do you yeah. think they get more upset by that? And I still want the excellent question answered. But do you think they're more upset by comic books? Canadian comic book fans, do you think that they're more upset by Knucklehead, or are they more upset when North Americans says Canada? It's like the hat for North America. Because <laughs> I would find both of them alarmingly upsetting when I would hear them. Mm. I'm, I'm going to answer. You, I'm going to answer your X Men question, but I'm curious: Do Canadians feel like it's a uh... Like racist to talk about Captain Canuck, mm. or is that like Captain America, where it's like it's cool, like, like we're in America, so Captain America's cool. We're Canucks, so that's cool. Yeah. National pride type of thing. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Mm, I don't but know that, either. Captain Canuck's a great comic, though. By the way, everyone should go read it. Yeah, I've heard that from many people. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, Beth, you X Men question. Uh, I, I, I'm still going with the the Captain Canucklehead, uh, although. I think Colossus uh, is one of the most wasted characters in comic book history. Um, mm. Very like I don't think there's been, I don't think there's been enough like exploring Colossus, right? Like there needs to be a, like a Colossus miniseries. You know okay. what? There there was a kind of Colossus miniseries. Oh, uh, was there? Well, way back in the day. But the the thing I I can call out three Colossus bits in my head right now without looking at anything mm. his time with kitty that was very yes. cute and that was Ooh, during yeah, my formative good. dating years so that was awesome Wait, but that but was the miniseries but that's, but that's chris claremont so that that was good yeah check check yeah, check. Yeah. um the other one good god okay fastball special that was really mm. good um but anybody sort of can do that and i gotta say i sort of liked Colossus when he had the steel mustache. I thought the mustachio <laughs> Colossus was awesome. But I did just read Avengers versus X-Men. Reread, I should say. Yeah. Dude. Uh, sticking with the Colossus theme. Dude. The fear itself when that god of fear went into Colossus and he became the Colossus juggernaut. Mm. Ay, ay, ay. I could not <laughs> wait for that to leave. And it, and when that came over into Avengers versus X-Men, I was like, I thought that was gone. I can't believe, ugh. Because I do like Juggernaut. I like Juggernaut. I mean, he's a one-trick pony, but who cares? Sure. I, I still like him. But when you get Colossus outside of Claremont, I don't think much has been done. And I hate to say it, even with, and you could correct me because you certainly know that era a little bit better than I do. But he has sister who's a mutant. Where are the in-depth backstory with them? 
where's even the comic books where they're going back like it there's barely a relationship there mm-hmm. i think there is i mean from what little i've read i mean i have read quite a bit and it's and even avengers versus x-men it's just sort of magic telling peter to go and do something it's yeah. really boring at one note like that that could be a really rich relationship but it isn't see oh, that's what my i'm saying other, so... my other colossus moment i thought joss Whedon did a really good colossus kitty in his we... whatever 17 issue run we can't talk about him anymore he's canceled remember I know, but I hate I hate the whole canceled thing. But I, I did think his writing in that seventeen issue arc I thought that was good. But that was more of a kitty story. But there was still some good Peter moments in it. Yeah, the the best part of Colossus is Kitty Pride and magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and somebody should somebody Pride should pitch magic over Colossus. If I had to choose, oh for sure, yeah. Well, you know, magic is is my number two. Yeah, she's up there for me too. Yeah. yeah, she's my number two. Yeah. So, um, by the way, Aaron Bell would be happy to know Nightcrawler has jumped his way up to number three. <gasps> Did now, you find now three, that... the, the pirate well... issues of Nightcrawler? <laughs> <laughs> that that well, made jump for me. He he used to be my number one back in the day. Um, but then, you know, I found Emma and I found Magic and, and I really enjoy those characters more. Sure. Uh, and then, and Blink was my number three until Marvel Blink. ruined Blink, and now she's like not even top ten. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, okay, so, so that happens. Are you looking at Emma, the hero Emma, or the villain Emma? I'll take any of them. I know they're interchangeable, but when you think yeah. of her as number one, what period do you think of? No, I think of her like the the villain Emma, nice. the White Queen. Yeah, nice. nice. Yeah, yeah. That's the best Emma. Like she's fine as a as a hero, I guess. Oh no, uh, she's good. Yeah, I mean, like even as a hero, she's not like a heroine. You know what I mean? No, she's dastardly. Um, That's what makes her good. She's very yeah. fast, multifaceted. Remember when she would, while Scott was sleeping, she would enter into his head and like remove not remove memories, but like see what the hell's going on in his head. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I'm so convinced. Cool. You don't do that, but it's like, I'm oh, con- she sort of can't help it. I'm convinced that putting Emma and Scott together ruined Cyclops forever. What? Yep. I think that was the the worst thing they could have done for Scott. No. No way. Yep. yep. I, already have, I already have a moment that's worse. Oh. Yes. And I hope you agree. Madeline Pryor. Oh, geez, made, yes. Made Scott worse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, all right, no, 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 we should rephrase. Madeline made Scott worse, not because of Madeline, but because of the extremely intricate Madeline backstory that totally fucked with Scott's head. Yeah, it was it was garbage, and it just seemed like it was a ploy to get readers back thinking, oh, the Phoenix has been reborn. Mm-hmm. Like, that was just garbage. Mm-hmm. And That's I like I love me some Chris Claremont. Don't get me wrong. And that was some was that still Ramita drawing or was that Paul Smith? Um, no, I think Ramita was gone by that time. Okay, then it was Paul Smith, and that was Paul Smith or Paul Green. Is that right? I don't remember Paul Green. Then it might have been maybe Paul Green was the colorist. Sorry, but mm. Paul Smith during that period, that art was so weak. Oh my god, that what that art. Mm-hmm. Was... But yeah, mm. I just didn't think that went anywhere. Even when you 
think that Scott's had an arc ever since being with Emma. And it's been yes. interesting. Yes. Because he became the the worst hated mutant in Marvel because of yes. all the shit that he did. Yes. But then he sort but, of redeemed himself. But she almost made him less than like a three-faceted hero. So I think I think Scott was interesting for a little while. But I think it just like flip-flopped. Where he was just like a boring, like, uh, all-American boy, like, team leader type. To like having like some kind of depth to it, right? Um, maybe like after the Madeline stuff, um, and like he grew up a lot. I get that. Like he he became an adult, right? Like he he became like a real team leader. Um, mm-hmm. But then I feel like I feel like you know what? This would actually be really interesting for somebody to like do a deep dive on. Um, I feel like after his relationship with Emma, because like she was fucking with his head. Mm-hmm. Which is something that, like, I don't feel they, ex- like, really explored very well. But I think because of that, he kind of, like, lost a couple screws. And and he was still trying to be, like, the team leader. But because he lost it, he kind of became, like, a mustache-twirling version of a team leader, if that makes sense. I thought he like, became it, an angsty team leader. He, he It's it just like he became a caricature again. And that wasn't as interesting. I can see that. You know what I, I mean? I don't know if I. I don't know if I necessarily agree, but I see it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. I, I did really like though when. Uh, to be when honest he... with you, during that period, it felt like there were way too many editors and mm. people like that's not how Scott would act. Like there were yeah, way too yeah, many yeah, yeah. chefs in the kitchen, and like I think there were some really good writers trying to pepper in changes to see how fans would react and maybe they yeah. overcorrected too much yep you might be right you might be right I it can was see very that. interesting to see like all of a sudden him snap back at people and not do what's right right for the entire team or not have the big picture in focus mm-hmm. and i think that was a lot of emma which was interesting but it just didn't go far enough it didn't i don't know there you it, go it played it down the middle too much. Right yep. when you saw like a little darkness, then it sort of like course corrected too much. Yep. I can buy that. Yeah. Uh, like, Emma in his life that I think that was a lot more interesting than having Magneto as a good guy or having Ugh. Namor as an ex teammate. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah. Um I'm trying to find this question. Oh, oh, here it is. That, that there it is. This will come up later. Um, yeah, Scott, I mean, look, I, I jumped off of X-Men, so I don't know what's going on right now. Okay? I got caught up, and then I lost interest again. You know what I so, I found? I haven't even started Hickman. I have a lot of it. But to be honest with you, there's so many different trades collecting different versions. And, like, as soon as they started to collect, like, oh, here's the five titles, but you can get this trade, and it will have two issues of each of the five titles in here mm. but no mention of like hey this is all you need dum dum like mm. i'm so confused i don't know how to start don't know where to start don't and to be honest with you of course you could easily answer like hey dum dum just type in hickman reading order and you know you'll you'll find a web page that will give you all the rundown i haven't been inspired enough to go do that which yeah. that's 
but still like I even wrote a tweet about it and I'm like, I sort of miss the Batman bat numbering in the corners. Cause then I would know exactly where to go next and what to read next. And they mm. sort of dropped that. And I know like Hickman is uh, during his Avengers run, it was just as confusing or Bendis when he was doing his X, his multiple X-Men titles. That was just as confusing. So I'm not surprised, but that's why I haven't been rushing to read. Yeah, so so this is not like true once you get in like past the first year, I think. Um, mm. But at least that first year, the reading order is simple. You just do like uh, House of X, Power of X, House of X, Power of X, House of X, Power of X. Yeah, that's tough with trades. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. reading digital. Like for me, it's like, oh, now I put this down, I get like... I just need I need a trade to be like go read this next. Mm-hmm. Don't leave it in my hands, and and then all of a sudden I'm confused because I accidentally skipped over a title. Not that I couldn't put it mentally back in my head, but I just don't want to read it out of order. That's all. Yeah, no, I get it. Um, the uh, that first uh, the first two series that set up the, the ongoings, um, I think that is available as a single trade. So it collects, like, the two series. The Sword of X, Power of X, or whatever it is? Sure, whatever it was. Whatever those two first two ones were. Okay, well, I'll see if I have it, and I'll fire it up. Yep. Um, anyways, I, I'll, I'll catch up at some point. I think, like, people have lost interest. Um, oh, yeah. You don't hear like... any hullabaloo on social about it. Unlike no, no, it, no. the way it was, what, two years ago? My God. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it's Hickman, right? So you got to pay attention Mm-hmm. And then, like, he's, he's like, doing essays, like, in the books and shit. So, <laughs> like, people don't want to read that. It's it's the long game. You have to stick yeah, yeah, with yeah. it. Actually, you know yeah. what? He's probably the best omnibus writer. I thought it was Abnett and Lanning, but I think mm. he might be the best way. The best way to read him is an omnibus. Yeah, I agree. Like, just let everything run out like his Fantastic Four run. Let him... Let the next run, let Matt Fraction come to do the next run of Fantastic Four, and that's when you read the Hickman story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true. I can see that. Yeah, he's um, not a writer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, look, I love his stuff. Same you here. Just, like, you you got to be in the mood, though. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think he's at a place in terms of his, like, writing career where, like, anybody will hire Hickman, right? Oh, yeah. Um. But I think, like, in terms of, look, and I'm not a psychologist, okay? I'm just playing one of this episode. Uh, but I feel like he's at a place where, like, he just needs to do his own shit, right? And, like, not do big two books. Um, sure. And just, like, stick with his base, right? Because, like, For his sure. base loves what he does. Uh, and I'll put myself in that base. Mm-hmm. And and I, I, it feels like he like he's got some amazing ideas. Like I love what he did with X Men. Yeah. But I just feel like comics are just in a place where like that's not really what people want. They just want like the same old shit. Yeah. Um And Especially like Hickman's the not too, the guy to write the times. same old shit. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Take yeah. a page from Remender. Like just go somewhere and create your own little pocket universe. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But who knows? Maybe he does like playing around in those tropes. I don't know. Well, you know, write the H-Men. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, uh, I, I mean, gotta say, with every Hickman book, those, unlike most comic books, those are not a five-minute read. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it though, right? That, like that's what Mark Miller does. Mm-hmm. Mark Miller just like writes Superman and Justice League. Yep. But like in his own way. Yeah, agreed. So and we saw Mark Wade do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Did you see Peter Krause? Did you see Peter Krause's uh, tweet reply to me? No. Okay, he posted a picture that he just got from Boom Studios, the irredeemable omnibuses. And he, he just had a picture. I know, I know. I like, oh. So I just wrote back. I think I, I might have just like quoted the tweet. And I always forget that the people who I quote tweets from could read my quote. I didn't oh, know yeah. that that would end up. In, I always forget that ends up in their timeline. Or I would have just yeah, replied yeah. to them. But I was like, oh, something, you know, something to the effect of, oh, my God, this is the best. I have to go reread this, and I need this now. Uh, I hope there's extras in it or something something to that effect. Yep. And his response, and I said something to the effect of I, I wish or I, I need more from this team. And then he wrote and he added, like I said, I didn't think he would, but he added Mark Wade. And he's like, well, it's up to Mark Wade to make that happen. Mm. And, I, and I was like, yes, please do that. <laughs> Come on. So what you're saying is, well, first of all, shame on you for not tagging me on this post. I know. Sorry. 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 Shame. But what you're saying now is that Peter Krause and Mark Wade are your best friends and oh. by by extension are now friends of the Nerd Legion podcast. With oh, that's the best. That's the best. That's what you're saying. Made. Yes, that's the best connections <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> uh that's cool. When, when's that coming out? Uh June, July. Ooh, baby. That cover looks freaking sweet, dude. Oh my lord nice. almighty. Is it uh I'm I'm assuming two Omnibuy? All he had a picture of was one. So Ooh, I even better. Could, yeah, I couldn't tell you. But even it looked better. hard it looked hard covery. Yeah, that's that's nice. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Uh that's one more thing to be excited about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Did we talk about the authority yet? The authority return. Yes, I know we, we tweeted did. about it. Yeah, no, we did we talk did. about it. Okay, oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Good. Just checking. I'm excited for that. Oh, my bank statement's available. Thanks, Erica. Um, I love how like look. I don't even use my Bank of America account. Okay, my wife still has it because she's had it since high school. Sure. Uh, I switch banks. Mm. Um. But uh, but you know they send you the bank statements, and isn't it, isn't it weird that like Bank of America has like a voice assistant? Yeah, her name is Erica. I just think it's so weird. Like, what do you need a voice assistant in your bank account for? Just like fucking look it up. You know what I mean? Like, how, what do you, you need to search for something? There's a search box. But if you responded to that person, how long do you think it would take before they responded back to you? Or would it just be an automated mm. response? Well, but or, or it's, is it auto- like it's automated anyway. Or is it a call center of like 300 people that whenever anyone writes a question to their their Erica service that they just jump on and like, okay, let me answer that. No, because it's all like it's a it's a digital assistant. There's nobody interacting with you. It's just a computer. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's like it's, it's like Siri, but for your bank account. That's bizarre, uh, right? That's what I said. I mean, like, look, I'm 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 very involved in my finances right now. Okay? Yes, I know. But yes. but I don't need Erica. You know what I mean? She just wants to uh, assist you. I mean, I know she wants to assist me, but all I need is like 
I, I don't even have the app. But let's say I have the app. I just open the app. Right? Because I need to ask. She's there for you. It's not like I can be like, hey, Erica, what's my account balance? I still have to open the app. That's true. Right? So what's the yeah. point? I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe uh, maybe I, I live a very simple life. And uh, and therefore, I don't need the complications of a bank account digital assistant. Um, mm. However, I will say this. We're not going to talk about banks because that's boring. But this new bank that I got, one, I love it. It's the best ever. That's all I'll say. Okay. Good. Okay. It's the best. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, oh, oh. I, w- I wanted to talk about trailers. Oh. Are you caught up on trailers? Were, I thought you were going to talk about movies, but go ahead. I mean, we can talk about movies, too. Sure. We can talk about movie trailers. How about that? Um, I want to talk. Did you see the Eternals trailer? Uh, yes. Okay, let me rephrase. Eternals teaser. Yeah, more accurate, yes. Okay, very good. I'm glad we're on the same page here. So, yeah. I'm look, I'm not, I'm not going to shit on this teaser. Sure. Okay. I mean, I very easily could shit on this teaser. Oh, we could, yeah. We could, but I'm not going to. You know why? Because uh, I'm not an asshole. <gasps> I mean... That's well, debatable. Yeah, could. that's debatable. But right. we're not going to do that. I'm going to tell you why. Because um, I don't, uh, I don't see this all this garbage on Twitter um, because I'm an adult and uh, I know how to use Twitter. <laughs> um, but I know a lot of people see a lot of garbage on Twitter because they don't know how to use it, and that's fine. Right. Apparently, there's a lot of uh, a lot of vitriol. I like big words sometimes. Vitriol oh. Um, oh. regarding this uh, this Eternals teaser and. Oh. Uh, and, and and I think the problem is um, how do I want to put this? People are stupid, right? So here's the thing: uh, number one, the movie comes out in November. Mm-hmm. Okay, last I checked, it's May. Mm-hmm. So that's what six months. You think they're going to release like a full length trailer six months before the movie comes out? Don't mm-hmm. be stupid. Okay. Um, not only that, it says on there Eternals teaser, yeah. right? It doesn't even say Eternals trailer. Says Eternals teaser. Um, I mean, unless like people like pick it up and repost it, and then they put it as a trailer, and then whatever. Those people suck. Um, but then you should follow better people, right? Uh, so it's a teaser. It's very short. Uh, you know what's I mean, frustrating with it? Well, a lot. No, no, not that much. Okay, I, I'm, Tell I'm me. not. I'm, I'm certainly not the audience, but that's okay. Um, what's frustrating with all of this vitriol? Have they not learned from the last two, three years of Marvel movie trailers and DC movie trailers? Mm. 25% of the stuff that's in that teaser won't even be in the actual movie. True. That's when they throw in the red herrings or, I mean, shoot, the the Ragnarok, you know. There's plenty of scenes that they just pitch into the trailers and they never show up Mm -hmm. in the actual movie itself. Mm -hmm. But good God, people are knee-jerk reactions. Yes. Um, with that said, I think there's a couple a couple issues here. Mm. Um, number one, the fact that they're doing an Eternals movie. Uh, I'm not saying that's a problem. I think it's great. Like I'm so stoked for Shang Chi, and that comes out the day before my birthday. So I'm gonna go see it nice. on my birthday weekend. Okay. Uh, am I going to the hey, movies? That... Yes, I'm gonna go see Shang Chi in the movies. Is that a movie or is that a TV show? It's a movie. Is it? Yes. Wow, I could have swore that was a TV show. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go see that. I love Shang-Chi. I love, like, 
that whole side of Marvel that like nobody reads because it's all mm-hmm. like it was hot in the seventies, right? When like yes. Kung Fu was on TV. Yep. Um, but like nobody gives a shit now, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I think it's gonna do well. Now the thing, it's the same thing with the Eternals. All right, Nick, you you've been reading comics for a very long time. Mm-hmm. I've been reading comics for a very long time. Mm-hmm. How many Eternals comics have you read? Uh, two issues, and they both were wait more than two issues. Didn't Neil Gaiman write in Eternals? Because I could swear I read a Neil Gaiman Eternals, and it could be the same damn title, but I remember John Romita Jr. doing some Eternals comic that I read. That was like mid or mid-ish 2010s, right? Possible, sure. Does that sound right? I think that sounds right. Sure. Um, All right, so, and you've been reading comics for how long? 43 years. Okay. So I've been reading comics for about 30-something years, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, God, I feel old saying that. But anyways. It's all right. Uh, 30-something years. Sure. Uh, I didn't read like, – I knew who the Eternals were, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, every once in a while they might, like, pop in somewhere or get referenced somewhere. Um, so I knew who they were. I knew, right. like, the basic gist of their story. But I had never read an Eternals comic until like six months ago mm. when I knew this this movie was coming out. Okay. Um, now, I'm not saying like they're not interesting or they're not good. Uh, I'm saying it's like a very the, – the, 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 the team is from like a very specific era of comics. Sure. And it, and it appeals to a, a very niche audience, I think. Right? Like if you're a Kirby fan, chances are you've read Eternals. Yeah, I'm sure. Right. Um, maybe if you like dive into some of the weirder aspects of the Marvel universe, you've read Eternals. Um, but I don't think uh, it's one of those things Eternals where you like, that you read, did that springboard you into wanting to read more Eternals? I mean, I'm going to read more, but it wasn't like, oh, I have to read more now. Right. It's not like gotcha. when I started reading Doom and I'm like, oh my God, I need every Doom comic ever made. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. Uh, but it's fine. Like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of like, in particular, like early Eternal stuff, the the bigger appeal is like the Kirby art over like anything else, right? For sure, for sure. Um, which I did see some comic, some comments, uh, particularly about the ship, like comparing the the original Kirby ship to like you know the arrival imitation ship that we see in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, like whatever, it's it's fine. Like update it, right? Who cares? Like I don't expect the the thing to look like it did forty years ago. That's ridiculous. Um, not even 40 years ago well sure 55 years ago yeah even longer I don't even know like who the audience is for this Uh, in particular because like like, is there an eternal series going on right now I couldn't tell you right so like even people that are into comics are going to go into this movie and like some of them might remember a thing or two from here or there unless they're like eternals fans Um, but like people aren't going to know shit right like people know who Spider-Man is Captain America is Right, so you can go see an Avengers movie because, like, you kind of know what's up. Um, but maybe like this something is like Shang Chi. It's like it's like you know, everyone loves kung fu movies. I'll go watch that. Right? Oh, is it a comic book movie too? Oh, there's a Marvel logo. Cool, even better. Like, I'm definitely gonna watch it now. But with the Eternals thing, like, what's the appeal? The appeal is like the cast. Mm. But in terms of the story, I don't I don't know what the the appeal is. Like, I hope it does well because I'm gonna go see it. Um, but I'm I'm just unsure, and I think. 
I don't know if this is like the first trailer or teaser that I would have put out for this thing, right? Like this might have been like the second or third. Like for a first, I would have done some like crazy action shit to get people excited for this movie coming out. Not this like two minute trailer, like, you know, taking the 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 thousands of years of Eternals history and and giving it to you in like 30 seconds. To me, right. it felt more like a uh, you're watching a dinner party. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and the thing is, like, you know, there's going to be humor because it's like the, there's that one scene where they're literally having a dinner party, mm-hmm. um, and there's jokes. So like, that's going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you don't get that feeling from the trailer, right? And uh, like, I, I feel like you don't know anything about these characters, like. Yeah. The way the trailer could have gone is more like, um, oh Jesus Christ! Now I forgot the name of it. Ah oh, crap! The, the 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 Netflix movie, the 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 Rucka comic with, ah um, oh, Jesus Christ! You know what I'm talking about with the, the immortal people? Oh yeah, with, uh, with Charlie Theron. Right, right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. People are like yelling at me over their microphones right now, over their headsets. Uh, thanks. Thanks for the answer, listener. That's exactly what I was talking about. Uh, like that. Like, you don't need to know about the characters to get excited about them, but, like, show something in the trailer where you're like, oh, this story's gonna be awesome, right? Uh, I'm just, I didn't get that feeling from this one. Like, it was fine. I enjoyed watching it. I'm glad it's coming out. Uh, but it it didn't give me any excitement. The old guard. Thank you. Thank you, listener. Um, see, that's why we need Julian on the live recording. To be our like, uh, our producer, our live Wikipedia. I, I miss yes. it. Um, maybe this is a good thing. I mean, because maybe. how many people have read the series? To your point, or are familiar with the series? Maybe everyone will go in sort of cold, so they're not going to be judging like that Spider-Man costume doesn't really look like the Spider-Man costume it's referencing. Blah blah blah. <laughs> look, I've Why already seen this kind of thing on the Black leather. Okay. I don't understand that at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, you know, this, this, it's got a good cast in it. Tell my hikes in it, okay? Yeah, that's my, what I need. Julie, the cruise director, said that visually it looked interesting. Mm-hmm. But what else can you get out of what a one-minute trailer? See, but you can do it in a one-minute trailer because tonight I watched the trailer for the Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard. Okay, mm-hmm. you know this movie, right? With Deadpool, Deadpool. Uh, with Deadpool and Nick Fury. And Selma Hayek. And now, the, yes, and Selma Hayek. And so the sequel is more about Selma Hayek. And, uh, like, it's a stupid popcorn movie, right? But it's fun, whatever. And, of yeah. course, Selma Hayek's in it, so there's a boob joke at the end. Like, that gets you in. You know what I mean? Sure. That's all you need. Just throw in a boob joke. I'm just concerned that it might end up being too serious a film. Or people might be like, oh, this trailer's very serious. That's not what I want from Marvel movies. That's what I like from DC movies. Or will they just see the teaser and be like, I like Game of Thrones, and it has Jon Snow in it. Sign me up. Ah, yes. You know, I just started watching Game of Thrones. It's uh, it's a thing. Yeah. I'm going to keep watching it, but it's, okay. I don't know why people love it so much. I don't think it's that good. <laughs> How far are you in it? Uh, I'm almost done with season one. Okay. Yeah, let, I think season let, one's only know, like eight let episodes. Let me know when the dragon hatches. That's all. Oh, is that season one? Spoilers. Oh, yeah. Such a spoiler. I'm yeah, ruining spoilers. it all. Oh, and by the way, there's a lot of uh, topless women in it. That might be a spoiler, too. Sorry. Ah, yes. I have noticed that. 
and there's a lot of toplessness and a lot of incest. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, before this uh, Sunday night on HBO. So, so when when Game of Thrones came out, I watched half of the first episode and thought it was the most horrendous thing I've ever seen in my life. I fell asleep, um, and I never watched it again. But now I'm just like, ah, I need you to like clear my cues. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so that's been on my queue on HBO. So I'm trying to clear my queue, and I was like, all right, I'll I'll watch Game of Thrones. It's fine. I'm I'm hoping it gets better. Okay, that's all I'll say. But it's fine. Um. What was the other trailer? We we hadn't talked about the Sweet Tooth trailer, and I'm surprised. I'm surprised, too. Because this came out before we recorded last time. Mm-hmm. And I think, doesn't it come out in like a couple weeks? That sounds right, yeah. Sounds right. Um, I love this trailer. Mm-hmm. I think it does a fantastic... See, this is what I mean. You just need to set up the world, right? Just like let the world speak for itself. Don't worry about like telling all this backstory. Who gives a shit? Okay, like there was some disease, and now you have this dear boy. That's all you need to know. That's all I want yeah, from the they... Eternals. Like some shit happened. They live forever, and uh, they, they didn't help against Thanos. Like who cares about anything else? That's why I'm not going to give Eternals teaser trailer a pass just because it was a teaser. Mm-hmm. Because Sweet Tooth could have been a minute 15, and it could have told the same exact story. And been very yes. effective. Yes. Uh, but I love that. I think it's uh, it's beautifully shot. Yeah, Julie the Cruise director is all in on that one. Yeah, beautifully shot. Uh, you know, I, I didn't mention this. The, this MacBook has a beautiful screen. I feel like I need to get a 4K TV now. Yeah. Because, like, I'll watch stuff on here in 4K, and I'm like, ooh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. And then I go watch on, like, my, my 8, 1080p TV, and I'm like, ugh, garbage. This is, right. like, so 2010. You know what I mean? That's why you need an Apple TV that's for the the new ones, 5K, yes, the 4K. 4K. Yeah, 4K. And then that'll be like, why am I watching this in not 4K? Come on. Right. Right. See, you get it. I totally um, get it. So, so I watched this trailer on after I got the, the laptop. I rewatched it on, on the laptop. Oh. It's, it's even more beautiful. Like, it looked great in it just 1080p, but in 4K, it's like, yeah, that's nice. DJ is um, salivating and rubbing his hands together. Yes, yes, come over. <laughs> come over to this side. It's the bright uh, side. Come on over. Yeah, well, you know, now that I'm getting, like, a hint of it, I'm like, I see what DJ's talking about now. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. With, like, dude, the speakers on this little laptop? Holy shit. Um, I think it does Dolby whatever the fuck. Whatever DJ knows. <laughs> the Dolby <laughs> thing. Uh, it sounds great. Uh, now I, I want this see, Dolby thing on my see... TV. Yes, I don't want to see any of this stuff because I will just want to throw all of my equipment away. <laughs> and I can't afford to buy anything right now. So it's like, ah, I don't even want to see it. Yeah, Ban yeah, it yeah. from my eyes. Yep. Uh, I'm excited, though. I'm uh, I'm going to watch it with the kids. Um, I don't think Reagan's read it, but Zoe did read Sweet Tooth last year. Nice. Uh, and she really liked it. Uh, I was surprised because mm-hmm. uh, I had my my... Uh, nephews over uh they came and spent the weekend and hung out with zoe and stuff and uh zoe's like dad has a bunch of comic books and they're like we want to read comic books and i was like well you ain't reading my comic books but here's some traits here's right? the here's the first appearance of moon knight go ahead yeah <laughs> so i don't mind the trades i was like here's a stack of trades uh right. and they spent like you know all saturday reading trades oh 
That's so good. Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, what, what did I give them? I know Sweet Tooth was one of them. Um, I had a few uh, Kickstarters that were kind of all agey um, sure. that I gave them to read, and they enjoy those. Um, there was another Jeff Lemire. Oh, Descender. I had him read Descender, um, oh, the first couple of volumes. They they really liked that too. Um, but uh, yeah, Zoe really likes Sweet Tooth, so we're gonna we're gonna watch that together. That'll be exciting. I like it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of that, I don't know, man. I've been like I said, I've been trying to clear my queue. So I watched uh, what did I watch? Tribes of Europa. I watched that on on the Netflix. Um, that was good. I told Ronnie he should watch it because he mm-hmm. might like it. It's got mm-hmm. like a little bit of a, a a little tinge of a CW-ish thing, but not really. Uh, it's, a, it's a German show, uh, and of course it's post-apocalyptic because I love that stuff. Um, but there's some like something happened in Europe and like the society collapsed basically, and there's just like tribes all over the continent buying buying for power. Uh, it's good. There's some there's some there's some jokes in there. This is little guy. He's hilarious. I love watching him. Um, <laughs> There's there's like a, a, a one tribe that they call the Atlanteans that has this like super high tech stuff. Um, so there's this like cube that everyone's after because it's got Atlantean technology. Uh, so I recommend it. Tribes of, of Europa. I think it's like nine episodes. So it's pretty short. And you basically follow three siblings after their tribe gets attacked and they get split up. And so you learn a lot about like different tribes from these people like them interacting with them and how the whole world works. So I recommend that. Uh, and I also watched, of course, The Army of the Dead on Netflix. Uh, I loved it with Dave Batista. Yeah. Uh, my wife watched part of it with me. She's like, that's that guy. And I'm like, yes. And she, <laughs> she, she like starts looking him up. And she's like, he's huge. I said, yes. <laughs> uh, it was good. I, I enjoyed it. You know, I love, uh, I love zombie movies. Yes. They're, they're my favorite genre. Um, I told you, you probably don't want to watch it. Uh, Correct. Here, here's the thing. Uh, if other people have seen it, re- tell Nick if he should watch it or not. Because, um, like, I I don't know how much, like, how much gore is too much gore for you. Like, I know this is not for Judy the Cruise Direct. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, no. Right? But I think I think you might enjoy it. I'm just not good with suspense. That's what I'm not good with. Yeah, it's a Dave Bautista movie, man. There's no suspense. Right. I, I'm I'm fine with it's it's the suspense part that yeah, I don't like. No, there's there's no suspense. Um, it is a Zack Snyder movie, so I was going to say the, so it's a Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> well, yeah. So the opening credits last like 15 minutes. Sure, sure, sure. Um, but there's some great music, some really uh, some really cool takes on like popular songs. Okay. Uh, in this film, so so I enjoy the music a lot. Um, I, th- I think all his movies do a really good job at that. Um, at like are you talking reinterpreting... about score, or are you talking about uh, him using popular music? Just the soundtrack, yeah. Yeah, I just didn't know if it was the score of it, or or are you saying like he used a Led Zeppelin song really good? No, no, there's no score. They're they're all like songs you will know. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, you know, with Justice League when he used that uh, Johnny Cash song. Sure. Right? Yeah. And, like, that was a really cool take on the song. Um, you get a lot of that in this movie. So uh, so I recommend it for that. Uh, it shot really well. I mean, the story is not that interesting, right? I mean, it's a zombie movie. Like, do you think the stories in zombie movies are interesting? No. Like, you don't give a shit. You just want to see people eat people. Is it right? filmed in 4 by 3 <laughs> No, it is not. It is widescreen. Oh. 
Uh, yes. It is, it is not a, a uh, cinematographical masterpiece. Uh, is it four and a half hours? It is two and a half hours. Ooh, holy shit. Yeah, I thought, I was very surprised. Um, but you said sometimes... he was trying to world build, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there is a lot of that. Um, okay. They, uh, I did feel like it was still a little long, like two hours tops, I think, would have done it. Because um, I think there's some parts of the script that are just like, eh, like, I don't really care. You know what I mean? Um, sure. And then I think there's some things that, like, they could have done differently or better. Um, like, and, and you got to pay attention to catch it. That's one thing I like about Snyder movies. Like, I think he, like, throws Easter eggs in there sometimes. Um, and, like, people don't catch it. But but then he, like, discusses it in the movie. Like, for example, um, so when the movie kicks off, there's, like, an, an army, um, like, envoy. They're, they're taking some, like, mysterious package, right? And, and you have the two army guys, like, trying to figure out what the package might be, what the payload is, right? Because they don't know. Um, they're just carrying out of this one base and going to another one. Um, but, like, you immediately know what it is because above the base you see these two lights, right? And as the envoy, like, leaves the base, the lights just, like, fly off really quickly, right? And so then as part of the conversation, like one of the theories that they're like, oh, what's the payload? They're like, well, maybe it's aliens because, you know, we just came from that place. Right. Like talking about Area 51. Hmm. Um, so like there, there's things that, that, that pop up throughout the movie that like you got to pay attention to catch. And I, hmm. I appreciate that. Right. Because it's not sure. like it's not a highbrow film. Right. Um, it's not something you would find like masterpiece theater. Uh, it's like a fun action movie. And so it's cool when you, you get those things from something that you don't expect anything out of. Um, so it rewards you for paying attention. And and there's there's quite a bit of that throughout. And then I think if you're like a zombie fan, you'll really appreciate the, the movie. Um, some people might not appreciate it as much because they might think some of the things are dumb. like uh, or, or maybe like rehashes of other things. Because the zombies in this movie are more like... Um, did you ever watch I Am Legend? No, I read the comic book. You read the comic book. Okay, so you're familiar. So, mm-hmm. you know, how in that one, they're more like vampire kind of, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they're they're very smart and they work like as a hive and there's like a leader that mm-hmm. controls like all the, the minions, right? The drones. Um, so the zombies in this work in a similar fashion and there's basically like casts, right? So you have this like alpha zombie and he's got like basically his, his king's court, and then there's like just like regular zombies, right? Um, so I thought that whole thing was interesting. And if you've been following, um, I didn't do a whole lot of research, but I do know that Army of the Dead uh, was a Romero thing um, mm. because I think I think Boom or IDW put out the comic a couple years ago. Oh, yeah. um, so my assumption is that it's based on that same thing because you know Romero's dead, so it, you know he can't do any more movies. Um, sure, but. Um, and, and, you know, Snyder had redone uh, Dawn of the Dead, which is one of my favorite zombie movies, uh, many, many years ago. Probably, what, 10, 10 plus years ago, I would say. And uh, so he loves the genre. And, and there's a lot of evolution to, like, what you expect a zombie to be in this movie. Um, and I wonder, like, had this been made years ago, right? Again, if this is based on the, the story that Romero had in mind, uh, which I assume it is, um, if... If it would have been a little more game-changing, right? Because now we've seen some of this stuff, right? Like I mentioned the, the I Am Legend thing. 
Um, mm. You've seen some of these tropes like evolve. <coughs> excuse me. In um, in other zombie movies, but uh, but I think it was done really well. Um, you know, of course, it sets it up kind of for a sequel if there were to be a sequel. Okay. And and I love the way that they do it because it's kind of like a joke, right? Because the whole movie, like, kind of, it doesn't take itself very seriously. Like, it does at some points, but at the same time, like, it's making fun of itself, right? And and I like that a little bit. Um, but I, I really enjoyed it. And then for you, like. Maybe what you should do is watch the documentary. There's a documentary? There is a well it's not a documentary. It's like a making of Army of the Dead. Oh. On on Netflix. It's like thirty minutes long. Ooh, I will uh, watch that. And I think I know you like that kind of stuff. Definitely. I didn't I didn't watch it. Um it's on my queue, so I'm gonna watch it, but I haven't watched it yet. Uh but I'm curious like if you watch that, how you would feel about watching the movie after. Uh, I would definitely get a tone from it, I'm sure. And I did like some of the comedy bits from the trailer. That's why it was on my radar. Yeah. And I found out that uh, the dude from Sons of Anarchy, uh, Theo Rossi, yeah, Juice. is in it. Yeah. Yes. And I think yeah. he's a really good actor. And I was like, oh, you know, and Tig Nagaro is in it, the stand-up comedian. Yeah. And I was like, how is she? How did they get her in there? Like, what casting agents thinking she'd be perfect? Uh, but yet in the trailer, I'm like, dang, that's a good Tignataro line. I'm like, okay, all right, maybe this, yeah, maybe there is something there. Yeah. So, uh, so Juice is kind of uh, the the mustache twirling villain. Um, oh, he there's like uh, there's like a, a refugee camp set up right outside, outside of Vegas. Uh, so Vegas is blocked off, right? It's walled off from the world. They just, like, left all the zombies in there. Sure. But there's, like, a refugee camp built outside of the city um, for, like, Vegas refugees. And he plays, like, the head security guy there. Mm. Uh, and he's a total douche. Okay. Um, but it was cool. The the, the Tignatera stuff was interesting because um, I didn't know she was in it. And my wife likes her. Mm. So when we saw her in there, she started looking it up, and apparently she wasn't supposed to be in the movie. Mm. Uh, it was supposed to be Chris D- D'Elia. Oh, talk about cancel culture. <laughs> yeah, Chris D'Elia. Uh, the whole, he, he shot the whole film. What? Or, or at least the majority of it. And then wow. he got canceled. And then he got canceled. Oh, he, he got canceled hard. He got canceled and right, hard. And rightfully so. Yes, and we're sure. not going to go into it. Uh, feel free to look it up because there's plenty of news stories out there. Yes. Um, so uh, so instead of releasing the movie with him, they Smart. hired Tegnatera to come in and shoot his scenes. Smart. Very smart. Um, however, the movie was already shot. So all her scenes, she got CG'd into the scenes. Whoa. Wild. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently see, Netflix you're, spent like you're millions you of dollars doing even this. more. Yeah. Because now uh, I want to see that. Now, I'm curious. I mean, you know this now. Uh-huh. But if you didn't know this, I'm curious if you would notice. Okay. Hmm. Um, I noticed. Okay. Because I think they do this like weird shimmer thing with the camera to like hide some of the imperfections of like CGing her into the scene. Make it a little bit more jiggly. Yeah, 
handheldy, yeah. so you can't yeah. really tell. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think in some scenes it's like really obvious. Sure. Uh, and in some, maybe not as obvious, but like if you pay attention to movies, you'll catch it. Um, huh. Yeah, but but it, I mean, it, it was still Zack well done. Snyder and Netflix. Yes. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Army of the Dead. It was good. Uh, interesting story arc. Uh, Paul De Batista. He that poor guy. He goes through some stuff in this movie. <laughs> he sure does. But uh, but it's a cool arc. Uh, and the bad guy's uh, what's his name? I mean, he's not really the bad guy. Uh, the bad guy's name is Martin. <gasps> uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but he played the doctor in that Mindy Kaling show, whatever that was called. Um, I had no idea, but my wife watched that. So she's like, oh, that's what's his name from Mindy show. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, sure. Is it Ken Watanabe that's in this too? What's his name? I feel like that might be right. Yeah, it is. Ken Watanabe. He's in it. I like him. He's the one that sets up uh, Dave Batista and his and his team to go on this mission into Vegas. Sure, uh, sure. But it's it's a trick. Oh no! I mean, that's not a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, you that's, find that out in ten minutes. I mean, that gets pretty obvious. <laughs> sure, sure. But, it's sort of uh, like the Paul Reiser. It's sort of like the Paul Reiser character in Aliens. Yeah, yeah. There you go. It's like, all right, yeah. This guy's obviously a douche. You know, he's going to be a bad guy. You don't you don't need the stupid scene of him like looking away stealing something. Like we already know. We we, we know this guy. There's no redemption yeah. for this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh but I, I do recommend it. I know uh Rob Krieger watched it. He gave it a seven out of ten. Shame on him. Um, mm. I gave it a six out of ten because sevens don't exist. But <laughs> if they if they did, I would have agreed with him. Oh yeah. thank you, Rob Krieger. I don't think it's I don't think it's good enough for an eight. You know what I mean? Sure. So so I went with a six. Gotcha. But uh, but I do love Snyder's zombie movies. I hope he makes some more. Like I said, Dawn of the mm. Dead, ten out of ten. Eh, maybe nine out of ten. Was that the one in the shopping mall, or that was yep. Day of the Dead? No, no, that's the one in the shopping mall. Are you sure? Yep. Well, you would Am know I better sure? than I. You're so I... funny. Am I sure? <laughs> you would know better than I. No, I'm talking <laughs> the original, not the remake. The original is also in a uh, shopping mall. Okay. Yeah, I did. The original see that. has like the weird biker gang that like yeah. breaks into the mall. Yeah. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the That's the remake does not have the biker gang, but it no, is still in the mall. Well, they kind of like mix some of those characters in with the security guards in the remake. So now the security guards are a crazy biker gang. I mean, they're just like super douchey. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. 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 Uh, great movie, starring the dad from Modern Family. Good. Yeah, sure. that guy, okay. whatever his name is. I don't know, I don't watch the show anymore. Sure. Um, but, I, but I do recommend it. I'm trying to think of what else I had seen. I th- oh, I know I know what, what I've seen. I can't believe we haven't talked about it yet. Hmm. I should preface this by saying, the other night, I was, uh, I was getting ready to go to bed, and, uh, and Nicholas Tiberius Wetmore sends me hmm. a message and, uh, and asked me if I have Hulu. And I thought it was so opportune a time to ask me this question because it was the last day of my Hulu subscription before I canceled it. I had literally canceled Hulu 15 Mm -hmm. minutes before you texted me. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, So I was not able to finish watching this show. What? But I did watch watch the first six episodes. Ooh, out of 10, right? Out of 10. Was it 10 or 8? It was 10. Okay, 10, yeah. 
Uh, so I might need to do like a trial so I can watch the last four. Or but, you can uh, listen to my uh, two sentence insight when we're oh. talking about this show. Okay, good. The show we're talking about is Modoc. Mm-hmm. Did I spoil it? No, no. Okay, proceed. Good. No, no. You proceed. Give me your your two seconds on Moloch. You know, I bat this around too, but Julie, the cruise director, will not give up Hulu. So I'm stuck with Hulu because <laughs> she has shows that she has to see that are on that, and I can't sure. blame her. So I'm not going. I'm I'm not going to criticize her, but it is a for the listener. It is a Marvel's Modoc exclusive Hulu. And at first I'm like, why would it be on Hulu? Disney <laughs> owns Marvel. This makes no sense. Well, they own most of Hulu too. Well, they do because they own ABC and ABC owns Hulu. Right. But anywho, why wouldn't you have that on Disney? And after the first episode of this animated show that looks very robot chicken. Yes. Um, which it's the same people that did Robot Chicken, including Seth Green. Yes. Which I'm shocked he didn't do a voice in, but here nor there. I'm shocked he's not canceled, but continue. <laughs> Agreed. Um, I I asked that of myself. Why no Disney? What happened? <laughs> and I threw out that I am to you maybe two minutes in to the first episode. And I think you immediately, you were like 10 minutes behind me. So you immediately jumped on it. Yep. And I responded to, have you gotten up to, you should, t I think it was some quote to the effect of, maybe if you would just take that dick out of your mouth or something to that effect. <laughs> and I, and I immediately was like, Oh, this is why this is not on Disney. <laughs> I was like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> and it just, it was, there was so many belly laughs. I was afraid I was going to wake up Julie, the cruise director. I was rolling through at least the first five, six episodes. Rolling. Yeah. yeah. They had so many in-jokes, so much touching of like, yeah, we read comics too. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Yeah, we watch Marvel movies too. We get it. They, I mean, the just to name off some of the voices, uh, Patton Oswalt is Modoc. And he plays it so freaking good. He's so good. Ben Schwartz is his son, yep. Lou, which is in... Have you gotten to the part where uh, Lou clones himself? No. What? I'll just say that, <laughs> that happened uh, in an arcade episode. <laughs> the voice of Iron Man, Tony Stark, mm -hmm. John Hamm, which yep. was freaking awesome. My favorite is, and I don't know if you know him, like him, whatever. Um, my favorite one, my favorite voice actor was uh, the super adaptoid, John Daly. Oh, yeah, he's hilarious. Good God. I mean, he's so funny. Like, whenever I see him on one of my comedy podcasts as a guest, just such a delight. And to hear him as the super adaptoid, oh, my God. God, it was so good. But like Whoopi Goldberg does a voice and you would never mm -hmm. know it's Whoopi Goldberg and she might do four lines total. Mm -hmm. But they have like some of the villains that appear like they have Gladiator in it, which was like, mm -hmm. what? Oh, my God. Like they had <laughs> like they went deep in the barrel and it was like masterminds in it. But he's in it for literally three lines. Like right. he's less than eight seconds. 
on screen, but they get like famous people to do all of these voices. Um, but I you forgot like, the most important guest appearance. Well, Bill Hader does. Um, who the hell does he do? I want to say Mastermind, but Nathan nope. Fillion's in it, of course. Nathan Nathan nope. Fillion. Nope. Go ahead. The most Tell the me. most important guest appearance is when Kang the Conqueror pulls up to the club. <laughs> That's true. I thought you meant voice actor appearance, but yes. Oh yeah, true. Yeah. I was very disappointed there because I saw it and I was like, "Yes, perfect." But that's all you see of them. <laughs> yep, just like Robot Chicken. Like you'll just get like somebody walking behind the scene. Like it, yeah. they're in and they're out. But like Nathan Fillion playing Wonder Man, holy guacamole! Mm-hmm. He is he he is a very nuanced voice actor. I'll give him a lot of credit there. Yep. Um, but. It this show, and I mean, we could both heap praise on it for sure. But this show is a tale of a series. I think it went. It should have ended at eight episodes, and it went to ten. Mm. And you watched the best episodes, like up till oh. episode six, barrel of laughs. And then the last four episodes were there were funny bits here and there, but there the joke per minute content was not there. It was very gotcha. lacking. Gotcha. It was good, but I think they tried to wrap it up in a, um, they did not want to have loose ends. They wanted to tie up everything and yeah. in doing so they sort of forgot about the laughs. I, uh, I really like the character arc of Modoc. So he's married and he's got two kids. Uh, his son is normal, but super hyperactive. Um, and his daughter looks just like him. She's also a Modoc. Uh, Melissa is her name. Yes. Um, I, I love their interaction. So it's it's like um, it's like a family comedy, right? Definitely. Like Very a, a family sitcom. Family com- yeah. Yeah, uh, a family sitcom, except with like a supervillain. So there's like weird shit that happens. Um, I, I I love some of those tender moments. Like one of my, so I have two favorite episodes. Uh, one is when they're having like the the company party, and and Modok opens the portal because he wants to get the brood to come and like kill the whole company, and so he opens a portal to another to like the brood planet, but the brood aren't there. Like these like Ninja Turtle dudes show up, and they're just there's there's like a party species, and so like he That's... starts taking cre- he starts taking credit for them. Because, like, everyone loves these, like, people, right? Like, they're the life of the party, these these aliens. Party turtles that sound like the SNL skit, um, Clucky the Chicken. Yes, exactly. Uh, But, like, they're they're actually the villains of the episode because, like, they lick you and you just, like, you you party until you die, basically. Uh, And so you get, like, this whole interaction between Modak and his his daughter, Melissa, because, like, she's trying to help him become a better person so, like, people like him. Um, but like, he's a super villain, so he doesn't like understand any of that. So he just does like super villain things to try to fix problems and just makes them worse. Right. Um, so, so I love that interaction. And, and the other one that I really liked is when he like creates his gang of super villains to go steal Captain American shield. Um, and like, they're all like washed up villains. Uh, I, is that the one with the club? Yeah. That's when they go to the club. Right. Yeah. And he gets he gets kicked out of the club because he's not an A-list villain. And so he they make him go to like the bar with no name and so that's where he meets all these villains that like nobody has ever heard of. And he like tricks them 
into like this heist thinking that they're going to get money, but really like he's basically using him as cannon fodder to break into Avengers tower and, and steal captain shield. Uh, but then at the end, like he realizes he's a total douchebag and like, he actually likes these people and like, they're cool to hang out with. You know what I mean? Uh, so like seeing those interactions, I think was really good. Uh, but, I, but I love the fact that like, there's constant bar mitzvah jokes, right? Cause like his kid mm-hmm. is 13. So he's about to get bar mitzvah. Um, so you have like all these like bar mitzvah jokes and he's just like a shit dad. Um, so seeing Modoc get put into a situation like this, I think works really well. Uh, I don't think the show was as good as Harley Quinn. Like, I think Harley Quinn is like almost perfection. Um, but like, it's in the same vein where it just, it makes fun of all the, the comic book tropes and, and puts like a new twist on it. Um, there's not like as much bad language. Like, yes, there are dick jokes, but it's not like incessant dick jokes like Harley Quinn. Um, and it's not as funny, but it's still really, really good. And I, I love the art style. Um, it, it almost feels, cause I think Robot Chicken was all claymation, right? Um, I, this has that same look, but I feel like it's not claymation. It almost feels like they did like CG to look like claymation. It's, it's like puppets. Oh, is that what it is? I believe so. Okay. okay. Like if you look at their nose and their eyes, it looks like they're like interchangeable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they swap them out. You might actually, now that I hear your favorite parts of the series, you might need to see the tail end of the series because Lou has his bar mitzvah mm. and Modoc was in charge of the guest list. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So it might be worth it for you. Uh, no, I, I liked a lot of it. Like, you know, him and his wife, they, they go through this like weird patch and he like builds that. Well, he doesn't build it. He steals the time travel machine to like take her back to see the third eye oh. blind concert. <laughs> yeah. The third eye blind concert that they missed. <laughs> and then they, then they keep and this trope. I, I will have in every comedy where throughout the, the, um, episode you'll hear three eye bl- three uh three eye blind playing third yeah. eye blind playing throughout whether it's an instrumental or a female doing a third eye blind song or a third eye blind song and at the very end the like kicker of it is him reminiscing about that show and then the super adaptoid comes in singing the song that was in his head and he's like yeah let's get in this come on do 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 <laughs> and Modoc just slams the door <laughs> in his face. Oh, it's Lord. Like, oh, yeah. it's so classic. Oh, my God. The, the Super Adapter's got some funny moments. Like, I love when uh, when those kids, like, steal the van and it's a Super Adaptoid. So they're just, like, riding around town and <laughs> Super Adapter's just, like, freaking out. Well, right uh, when they get it, he when they take off, he's like, why did I leave the key in the ignition? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, you're yeah. a super adaptoid. You could stop this at any moment, but he doesn't. Yep. Yeah, it was good. I, I, I very much enjoyed the show. Uh, and they're all short episodes. You know, they're like 20 minutes long. So I was going to say, watch the whole series in one sitting. Make that a little bit better throughout the entire season would just to tighten it up by like five minutes. Yeah. I think that would be because it would be getting closer to Robot Chicken. Later. Yeah, 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 yeah. Robot Chicken was super short. Yeah, I wonder yep. if they hold up. I haven't watched them in a while. I wonder if they would hold up. 
That's a good question. I don't know. Since they're all like pop pop culture references, I would assume they would. Yeah. Um, it, it is kind of sad that it's on Hulu. Like, I know you, you brought it up, and I understand why. But I feel like... I feel like Disney just needs to get the fuck over it and just, like, put their stuff on Disney+. Plus, Or just uh, get rid of the whole, we're not going to have any R-rated stuff on our sh- on our channel. Yeah, they need to get over that. They just do, like, an adult portal or something. You know what I mean? Or just find a way that you can just... <laughs> there's, there's things called parental controls. I'm pretty sure Disney has that stuff on lockdown. Like, just institute parental controls. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, you should say the the main villain of Modoc season one is Hexus the Living Corporation, which is of course a Grant Morrison character. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> so you the recommend amount... it? Give me a rating. Give me a rating. Harley's a nine. This is an eight. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I think it's too soon for me to tell. Like Harley was so good, that was an instant nine for me. Mm-hmm. I think this is really good, but it's so different. You know what? Okay, fine. I'll give it an eight. Let me just preface: you haven't watched the end, and the end does have Ben Schwartz, who is Lou, doing a duet with himself at his own bar mitzvah. <laughs> a rapping duet, I should say. Oh, Jesus Christ! Uh huh. So you get two Ben Schwartzes going back and forth. <laughs> Pretty insane. Pretty insane. Oh, Lord. All right. Maybe it's, I'll do a trial and watch those last four then. It's good, but sadly it's on Hulu, and I don't think it's going to be in front of enough people's eyeballs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was funny, too, because I've been asking my wife for weeks. I'm like, is there anything we watch on Hulu? Because, like, we'll watch SNL every once in a while. Sure. But, like... Now she got Peacock. So, like, that's on Peacock. Right. Right? So, right. I don't need Hulu. Uh, I mean, Zoe might be a little upset because there's a bunch of anime on there. But, like, I'll just get her whatever that, that Crunchyroll. You know what I mean? Yeah. Support um, Crunchyroll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's funny that we went to see my dad and Julian and they were, Julian and, and Zoe were talking about anime. And Julian's like, I'll just give you my Crunchyroll sign in. And she's like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we've been talking about it for weeks and then finally she just texted me like randomly. She's like, yeah, I guess we could hand, hey, uh, cancel Hulu. And I just immediately replied done. And I just went on there and bam, canceled. <laughs> and 10 minutes later, here comes old Nikki wet. Hey, you should watch this on Hulu. I'm like, shit. And it was funny too, because I woke up the next morning and I opened my laptop and Hulu's like, you can't watch this. And I'm like, oh. ah, okay. Thanks Hulu. Damn you. You couldn't give me, like, one more day. But I will say, Harley Harley Quinn definitely was throughout so much better. Mm -hmm. But MODOK, right out of the gate, I think the first three episodes were just bangers. Left and right bangers. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, even if you're not a MODOK fan, like, you don't need to know anything about MODOK to watch this. Not at all. Yeah, not a single thing. Uh, and like they even do like a little setup because like his main thing is he wants to beat Iron Man. So I love that whole thing where he like <laughs> he steals his boot. Um, and I can't remember who it was at the club. He's like, well, I I stole um I, what is it something? He's like, I I got Iron Man's boot. And he's like, yeah, because he shoved it so far up your ass, you went home with it. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. Oh, uh-huh. uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Modak. Actually, you do you do need to watch the second half. Now that I'm thinking about it, there is yeah, you need to. All right, fine. I there, guess there's a there's a point with Modok and he's dealing with some robots that are impersonating humans, uh-huh. and it's so insane, insane to watch. You you need to see it. Yeah, fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, fine, fine. I'll get yeah. a trial. I'll make up an email address and get a trial. Either do that or wait until the next, like, Hulu original thing that I watch. I'm sure it'll be a, a documentary that I tell you about. And then you'll have a couple things to watch. Mm. Yeah, Because you're right. There, There's not a lot of things, you know, Sasquatch came out and then Modoc came out. Bam, bam. That's great. That would be a great, you know, 30-day trial. But yeah. to wait till the next thing to come out, shit, you could be waiting four or five months. <laughs> yep, that's how I feel about Disney Plus. Oh, I just God. keep holding Disney it off, and I'm like, is... oh yeah, when this show comes out, I'll do it. So now I'm just Disney like, when Plus Moon Knight comes out, worse. I'll do it. Yeah, Disney Plus is even worse because when something does come out, that's like, oh my God, I want to see Mulan. That looks awesome. And then all of a sudden, it's like Disney Plus premiere. It's like, wait, are you saying I'm going to have to pay $25 to watch it just like an on-demand show? F you. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Or what's coming up next? Karula. We'll see how... um... I think that's this weekend or next weekend. And I'm like, that's another premiere. Disney Plus. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's so dumb. That's why I like HBO Max. Just like, give me shit. You know what I mean? Except um, I, I'm coming up speaking of HBO Max. I know this movie that I want to ask you about. I know it's coming up on their 30-day. Like, it's going to be gone soon. Better watch it soon. But I want to actually watch that Angelina Jolie movie. Which one's that? Oh, those, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, those who wish me Not that. that I'm a big Angelina Jolie fan. I like John Barenthal. But I've heard from a few podcasts that are like, no, the trailer doesn't do it justice. It's like a late 70s, early 80s, turn your brain off action film. Like, it's oh, just, cool. it's cook, cookie cutter, but it's constant action. Like, just don't pay attention to the story. You know, just strap, strap on your John Rambo and go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I sort of want to see that, but I know I'm getting close to the 30 day. We're going to, you know, we're going to boot, boot this out and bring on the next thing. Hmm. Of each Maybe I'll watch it tomorrow then, or this weekend. Um, yeah, I, I, I was curious, the, but yeah. I watched the trailer and I was like, eh, it doesn't really do much for me. Now, I heard really good things, and everyone has said, don't don't take the trailer. Hmm. Yeah, not well a good then. representation. Well then. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, you get a kick out of it. Uh, did you know that they're doing another Purge movie? What? After the TV show? Yeah, The Purge Forever. Wasn't there a TV show? I thought they would have just done another season of the TV show. Nope, they did one season, that's it. Uh, but they're doing another movie. It's either The Purge Forever or The Forever Purge. The Forever Purge, that's it. Where, like, they have another purge, but, like, the alarms never go off to, like, shut the purge off. So the purge just, like, keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming you're not a big fan of the Purge movies, Nick. That's a bottom-of-the-barrel scrape right there. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's too funny. Uh, I'm going to see that, though. I've seen all of them and the TV show, so, like, they're fine. Um, I mean, we had an entire over a year of pandemic. Yep. And and that's what the writers bring to the table for the next Purge film? Yeah, you got to purge them. But what if those alarms just never went off? Hey, what an idea. Let's run with it. <laughs> yes, oh, it's new and innovative. Um Anyways, so I'm going to watch that. I don't know when it's coming out or what. The new Saw film? Oh, uh, Heather and Reagan went to see it. They hated it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's funny, too, because... Chris Rock would have brought some freshness to it. No, she said he was the worst part of the movie. Dang. Okay. Yeah, matter of fact, uh, we were watching the season finale of SNL um, because uh, Magic was on it, Anna Taylor-Joy. Yep. and so I wanted to see it. And then the musical guest was Little Nas X, so she wanted to see that. So I was yeah. like, fine, we'll watch it. And and Chris Rock was part of the monologue. And as soon as he came on, she's like, boo. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you booing her? She's like, he ruined my favorite movie. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he wants, to, he wants to redo the Leprechaun series. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, wow. that's the word on the street. Well, yeah. he was just in an entire season of Fargo, and I have not heard from one podcast, one friend, one influencer of how that season even was. I don't even know if Fargo so, is still going on. I haven't fired up. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, break your season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so my wife's rating on Saw is like a 3 out of 10. Ooh. Ouch. So even the like kills weren't all that inventive? Yeah, she said the kills weren't that inventive, the story wasn't very good, the acting wasn't really good. Yeah. Oh, she boy. said it was very predictable. Oh, boy. Yep. Oh, so, uh, don't watch that. Okay, Spiral. I will. Uh, I do want to see A uh, Quiet Place, but I'm... The third. Yeah. I do want to see A Quiet Place, but I'm going to wait till next month when it's on Prime. Yeah, I, I just got done last weekend, I watched... Uh, her appearance on the Stern show, and she must have talked about 30 minutes about A Quiet Place. Dang. And it sounded really impressive. So. Well, I mean, she couldn't talk during the movie, so I guess she's got to talk after. What do you mean? Well, you know. Oh, I got It's it. A Quiet Place, you know. I thought that was a slam against John Krasinski. No, I like him. He's fine. No, I'm just saying since she's the wife, since she's in it and she she's his wife, it's like, err. Did she have to find her <laughs> tongue? And like, I guess we'll do this again. Okay. No, 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 no. She's fine. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else, man. Not really. I guess Amazon bought MGM today. Is that like something that people care about? I don't know. I don't think so. That's interesting. I want. Did Is they it? get the whole MGM back catalog? I think so. That's like four thousand right. movies. Yeah, I'll take that. There's some good MGM films back in the day, so. Yeah, well, I'm that's on the thing. Back in the day, I don't know. I don't know if I'm excited. All, the only thing I've heard from anyone is like, "Oh, cool! Now we'll get a new James Bond movie every year." And I'm like, "Yeah, I don't really care." <laughs> Nor do I want one every year. But thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, whatever. <laughs> can I can I give you a in a hot tub update? Oh, wait. By the way, we should mention yes. this. Sure. Uh, the Nerdy Legion discovered this trend, okay? We did. Because now, okay. weeks later, I have heard a half dozen other podcasts talking about this. I've 
I've heard similar. I've heard other podcasts talking about the same thing as well. Yeah. Did they credit the Nerd Legion with Nick Wetmore? I think they mentioned you on one. No, of I, I, I don't believe that because your name is in the title. So if you didn't <laughs> no, receive no, no. credit, I'm going to contact our lawyers. Oh no. All right, anyways, the hot tub. I'm I'm recording in a hot tub right now. Continue. <laughs> um, just want to throw out that they just an update about the hot tub thing. Twitch has demonetized a lot of the hot tub streams now. Shame. And what they're because I guess some of the uh, ad people, ad companies, they don't want to have their stuff attached to it. But what mm. Twitch now wants to do is create a whole new like section that you can go searching under that Just is like titled hot tub section that is titled pools, hot tubs, and maybe tubs. I feel oh, no, like. Cool hot tubs and beaches. I feel like we should so, now begin streaming directly to Twitch every episode and record from a uh, tub, hot tub, or beach. I can, you know, the the thing that's odd, I get demonetizing because guess what? Maybe some advertisers don't want their products on there. Even though whenever you get an ad served up on Twitch, it's usually an alcohol ad, mm-hmm. a penis pill ad, or a condom <laughs> ad. Like, give me a break. <laughs> but since they're owned by Amazon, they have to pretend. They have to put up this faux pretend of like, oh no, 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 we don't, no, no, no. Hmm. But what you're really doing? Come on. And then creating this like subsection that like now as a viewer you have to go through these hoops. So it's pretty much. You know what you're signing up for when you go to pools, hot tubs, and beaches. <laughs> it's like, yeah, like you didn't know before what you were signing up for. Exactly. But that's just a way for Twitch to be like, hey, Google, don't ding us because you think this is pornographic. You know, mm-hmm. we don't want to exit your search engines. No, no, no. Oh, uh, yeah, I see the thing. I so they're going to hide it now. in a corner. Mm, that's a shame. Yeah. Nobody puts hot tubs in the corner. No one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shame. Shame on Twitch. But I, I just heard that this week, last week. Yeah. Mm. About that whole se- section. I was like, wow, what a section. <laughs> I was like, wow. wow. That's crazy. Oh, Lord. Um, damn, I did have something else, but now I can't remember. You got anything else? No. Oh, I do have something else. You need, oh, to, you need to plan for this next episode. Ooh. You're going to have homework. Homework? Yep. Dirty Legion podcast. What are you talking about? A, a listener requested Uh-oh. that we do an episode, or at least discuss at length, Okay. a topic. Oh, gosh. All right. I pulled up a pen. I'm writing it down. And, and we abide by every word our listeners give us. Yeah. That's why okay. we always tell them to write in suggestions. That's right. He wants to know, what's a conspiracy theory you're 100% convinced is true? You got to think about this. Okay, so we're not doing it right now. I mean, we could. No, we can save it. Are you you ready for this right now? I mean, I think we should save it. We can save it. I like like the tease. Right at the end of the episode, we're doing a little C-tease on them. There you go. We got to tease the listener so they come back for the next episode. What kind of bullshit shenanigans will Martin talk about next? 
Okay. This is this is the theme of this show. Can't wait. Okay. We got to keep them guessing every episode. And I did watch. I did read your uh, that conspiracy comic book that you recommended. Oh, you did. Yes. All right. I don't want you to say anything about it. We, okay. we can bring this up next episode. Sounds great. But on a scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. give me a rating. Well, how would I even know what it is? Because usually you would tell me one is this and ten is that. Oh, 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 that's well. Damn, we need a new rating. Do you, now do you not nothing. understand the Nerdy Legion podcast with Martin Ferretti? Listen, for the last four years, we did reverse ratings. So that was a, on a scale right. of Trump to something. Right. We can't do Pumpkinhead now, so you need to throw out a new one. All right, fine. But we, Honest, but we throw out different scales every time, so it doesn't really matter. All right. But, on a scale mm-hmm, mm-hmm. from Crystalia. Oh, God. Fired. Oh, man. I just, my, my asshole just fired <laughs> on that one. Wow. Okay. Wow. I really, okay. I, right now, you have my full attention because I need to know is Crystalia a 10 and 10 the worst? Or is Crystalia a 1 and 1 is the worst? I really uh, have to out. Okay. Go ahead. No, he, he's the one. On a scale of Crystalia. Jesus Christ. To one of the most amazing films of the 21st century, Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh, God. Where are you placing this, this comic book? Oh, it is firmly on the... Oh, gosh. I would put it at a Butch Cassidy Sundance Kid level. I love how our ratings... Tell the listener nothing about how we feel about anything. You're welcome. <laughs> no, Department of Truth, Volume mm-hmm. 1, The End mm-hmm. of the World, by mm-hmm. His Majesty James Tiny, the fourth. <laughs> that gets, that's, that's a 10 out of 10. Ooh, baby, where's the bell? It was so good. It was just amazing. You you gave me a great barometer of it. You gave me a lot of um, points to the story that just to wet my whistle a little bit. And you didn't ruin one damn thing. It great. was so, so good. I cannot wait to read volume two. Excellent. That's a great review. Thank you. And, and the change of artists did not bother me one bit. Yep. I think it fit perfectly in that issue. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Highly recommend. Very good. We'll be back next episode to talk conspiracies. You can, of course, find Nick at Nick Wetmore. You can find me at Nerdy Legion. The show is at Nerdy Legion. And uh, you can email. What's the email? Hello at NerdLegion.com. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.